The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. How's it going? And welcome to the Como Sports End Zone. I'm Nico Tamarin alongside my co-host Najee Moye. Najee, what's up, man? Nico, happy late holidays, I guess. Yes, happy it's late holidays. holidays. Happy first of the year coming up here in a little bit. You know, it's going to be a great year for 2023 in Seattle for all of Seattle sports, honestly. I'm making I, that bold prediction now. I like that bold prediction. Yes. And we're going to talk about, like, dreams come true in 2023. I'm, I'm going to start with this, though. I'm highly superstitious. Oh. And I'm of... It's giving me a little anxiety that right around New Year's Day, we've got a huge game for the Hawks against the Jets. It's like, if they lose, does it mean it's going to be a bad year? If right. they win, is it a good year? Like, I know there's no correlation, right. but really there kind of is. Well, we talk about, we, I, mean, I mentioned before the game of the year was that Niners game, but this is really actually just it, though. Like, this is legitimately right. it, you know? I mean, and the Hawks have, I mean, I was talking about parades and stuff. I'm going to say that every <laughs> single week. I've been talking about parades and stuff for the Hawks because they got off to a really, a really great start, and they're a good team. I think if the Hawks don't make the playoffs, they'll be the best team to not make the playoffs. I agree. Better than the Jets, even. The Jets don't even have a quarterback. Well, they kind of have two, I suppose. You know? I mean, Mike White certainly looks the part, but is this like is Ryan the, Fitzpatrick again? Or exactly. Is it, yeah. yeah, is that the thing? And, and, and we don't have um, – I almost called him Johnny Manziel. Just <laughs> and, and, we, and, we don't, and we don't have the guy from BYU at, you know, at quarterback. So, I mean, what do, we, what do the Jets really have? I mean, Mike White has been playing very well, but I yeah. think he has to come to Lumen Field, which, as you mentioned, is a different place, different planet altogether, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I think – the Hawks are put on a good showing for the fans here on New Year's Day. I think so, and I think that this is such an intriguing game. Um, there's the obvious, what we just talked about and we will continue to talk about throughout this show, that, uh, listen, you know, the playoff life could be very much on the table. If you lose and the Commanders win, it's done. Yeah. You know? But if you win and the Commanders lose, you're in for the moment. The Commanders could lose the rest of their games, honestly. It really could I mean, go that way. they got the Browns and they got the Cowboys. I mean, the Browns, you know, they, they lost to the Saints last week, but that can really go either way, you know? And we got um, Carson Wentz starting for the for the Commanders. I almost called him their, their former name. That will not say. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. No, can't do that. But, no, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a different vibe with the Commanders here coming up soon, so we'll see. Yeah, and I think it's just so intriguing that you have that on the line. Um, certainly the Jets have sort of a playoff hope as well. Certainly not as strong as the Hawks. Right. And, and again, it, it is such a swing deal with whatever happens on Sunday. And, and then, if, you know, if both teams win, both teams lose, uh, potentially into next Sunday as well. It, it's really – if you were the Hawks back in – and I said this on the air on Como News so many times that, you know, I thought the Hawks would win between seven and nine games, hey. which is what they're going to do. And I just go. think they're going to keep it interesting for the playoffs. And, and it's what happened. Right. We just, but at this point, when they started six and three, and you know there's the talent there, and you've seen Geno perform as well as he has, uh, the rookies balling out like they have. Yeah, you just know that this team is a playoff team in talent. They just have to do what they haven't done the last three weeks, and that is, I don't want to sound like a coach here, but execute, take what's there. And yes, they've run into some really good teams, the Niners and the Chiefs. Right, let's put that schedule. out there. They're a very spicy schedule, right. honestly. Yeah, I mean, and they didn't play awfully against the Chiefs a couple of weeks ago, but I mean, they didn't play great either, you know? No, I mean, listen, that Chiefs game, I think if you look at the second half of that, first of all, the defense 
only giving up that many points. I think that's it's that's a, a win. It's a win. It's a moral victory if you believe in that sort of thing. Really, and, and which I do. I, I think you do. Right. I think the coaches and players will say, "No, we want to win the game." But you know, Pete Carroll was also saying, "Like, yeah, we really like where our defense played in that second half." Right. No, if, and if they play the same way against the Jets, the, the Hawks should have no problem with the Jets this weekend. And honestly, even if they don't, I feel like the Hawks may not have a. a problem with the Jets this weekend I don't know I just feel like you know the, if, like I said before if the Hawks don't make the playoffs they may be the best team to not make the playoffs this year yeah. after all. but they got Pro Bowler as a quarterback you know DK Tyler coming back from a miraculous that's um, insane like I just can't even get over it you know I've never broken a hand before but if any part of your body is broken and you come and play football in the NFL yeah like two weeks later <laughs> and, and, and more so if you're a wide receiver that needs their hands to catch the you ball. You <laughs> literally need your hands above all else, hands and legs. So, I, I I mean, I don't want to get into score predictions so quickly, but I'm not particularly worried about the Hawks this week. Yeah. I mean, I've been worried about them lately. But, you know, I think that the Jets are in turmoil. And coming, flying across the country is never easy. No. You know, so we saw that with the Giants. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so – and the Hawks took them down, and they'll definitely make – well – Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. They should make the playoffs anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, the I Giants know. could lose their last two. The Hawks could win their last two. And then the Hawks kind of um, take that spot. Yeah, You I mean, never know. Anything is possible. It's, it's a very topsy-turvy league, especially it in the is. bottom of the NFC playoff picture. And even in the AFC on the Jets side, it can even get kind of spicy too. So. Yeah, and we've talked about it a little bit here. So I just want to spell it out. I'm sure most of the people that listen know. Uh, so basically, your most direct route to the playoffs is what the Commanders. Has to right. Yeah, and so you're one game. You're essentially you're only a half game behind the Commanders because of that tie they have with the Giants. Mm-hmm. And so, th- you but you call it one game because the, you, there's no such thing as a half game. Unless it's right. another, or is it maybe another tie. Is an I know. Well, <laughs> I well, know. okay, but that's a good know. point. Yeah, if the I don't know. Get a tie in here, then that kind of evens that out. Um, but let's assume that there aren't a, isn't a tie in the last couple weeks. Right. If the Hawks win this week, the the Commanders lose, then. Suddenly, the Seahawks are a half game ahead of them. Right. And so that's basically how it has to break down. You have to finish one game ahead of the Commanders. Whether the Hawks go 2 0 to their 1 1 or 1 1 to their 0 mm-hmm. 2, that's the difference. Now, there is Green Bay who's been surging lately. Low spicy. That if, exactly. That yeah. if the Packers get these last two wins, they actually have a tiebreaker over the Seahawks. Even though they didn't play, it's, a, it's, a, it's one a weird... of those convoluted. You know, you dive into the, the the divisional play records and all that sort of stuff. Right. And that's how it goes. The Lions are right there, but the Seahawks own the tiebreaker over the Lions. And so the Lions would have to finish with a better record than the Seahawks. And if that happens, well, the Hawks weren't going to make it anyway because they wouldn't have won enough right. to get ahead of the Commanders. There's a lot of things that's happening, though, because I just looked at the you know the matchup predictor on ESPN and it's literally like the Commanders are favored by like 55% to beat the Browns. Yeah. But you mentioned the Lions and then the Packers, and they played each other the last week of the year. Right. That's going to be a crazy game. I mean, who would have thought? The I know. Right? Good for the, the Lions, year, you know? by the way. Good for the Lions. You know, we saw them in, on HBO's Hard Knocks earlier in the year, and I was like, Dan Campbell. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> I, love that guy. I felt the vibe with this team was great. You know, and Jared Goff is not a pushover quarterback at all. You know, he's mm-hmm. a great. I mean, he's been to the Super Bowl before. Right. A lot of quarterbacks can't say that. And they run the ball and they score a ton of points. They score a ton of points against the Hawks, you know. I mean, and the Hawks also score a ton of points against them too. So, um, I think it'll be a fun last couple of weeks of the year, definitely. No question about it. So, root against the Commanders, root for your Hawks. Things should be okay if they if they make that happen. That's kind of what it boils down to, right? And like there are the extraneous things, the Packers. Uh, outside chance of winning out and getting in the Giants, outside chance of losing out and losing, getting out of the playoffs. But just focus on the Hawks and Commanders because that's a direct right. and and really feasible. And I want I don't want to go as far to say probable, but like it's a really reasonable thing yeah. to look at that you can finish one better, one win better than a team 
that has to play the Cowboys who could be playing for playoff positioning is aren't, you know, uh, and of course, you know, Cleveland, um, out of the playoff picture, but, but they're going to, they're not, it's not like they're, they're no pushovers. Right. For example, like if you were playing the Eagles who essentially have a lot of stuff locked up and, and there's like, they're not going to rush Jalen Hurts back right? unless they had to, or, you know, let's say that all works itself out the last week of the season. They're not going to start Jalen Hurts unless it's, they're just not going to do it unless no. there's something on the line, which it doesn't look like there would be. Right. And so. That's what you got to keep your eyes on, the commanders. And it's kind of funny. One of my really good friends is in my position sports director at our affiliate in D.C., and we've been kind of talking about it a little bit. See how shout, it out goes. To, shout out to the other Washington, by the way. Yes, uh, Scott Abraham, my guy. There you great, go. Great sportscaster. Um, so that's what's really exciting for me because uh, – You're talking smack cross country? Yeah, well, that and just like the idea that these last two weeks mean something. Yeah. No, you definitely want the last two weeks. No, it means something for a lot for a lot of teams. I mean, the, I think it, it, how crazy is it? the NFL has scheduled the, that extra game? And, I mean, this is the first year of that, like, extended season, you know. Or the, this is the second year of the extended season, you know. And, I mean, we saw some spicy games last year, and we're going to see some spicy games this year also. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, and anytime we, the Hawks had the Rams last game of the year, you know. And they put and the Rams put up a ton of points on Thursday night a little while ago. Yeah. So, well, I mean – Schedule makers definitely knew what they were doing. Yeah, well, it's funny, though, because they probably scheduled the Seahawks and Rams at the end thinking it would have implications for the Rams. Right. And, and it's really the other the, other way around. The, it's, it's, t- the tables have turned. Oh, yeah. Yes. And that's just it. Yeah. How the turntables have turned. How the turntables have turned. According was, to Michael Scott. There you go. I love, I love that. that. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> um, what are you looking at in this game, man? Gina looking for revenge. Mm-hmm. Got drafted by the Jets a little while ago. Oh, a while ago. A long time ago. <laughs> not a little while ago. And, you know, I mean, and he did start for them. I mean, but, I mean, how did he get a raw deal? Yeah, probably. You oh, know? God, yeah. But, I mean, but the Jets weren't just, they weren't in the zone then, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, came to Seattle. I mean, and Gino's had a bunch of different landing spots in between then and now. Obviously playing the best ball of his career. And he wants to show up the team that drafted him. Why they should have kept him. Yeah, and, and. I'm not predicting maybe a 400-yard game from Gino. Sure, but. But. Actually, maybe I am. I <laughs> maybe know. you are. No, there's something. I mean, Gino seems to be the type of guy that had like the chip on his shoulders at all times. I mean, you got guys like you know Tyler Lockett to throw to and DK Metcalf to throw to. You know, you have maybe a, more of a healthy running back room this this week. You know, I think we'll see some points definitely. I think so too, and I think that it's interesting to me. You mentioned the, the former team thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Gino talked about it at length on Thursday. Um, you know, he said he's not focused on it. He's got nothing but love for the Jets. Uh, but but it's being talked about. And it's the same thing that Pete Carroll said. Well, let's not forget Pete Carroll coached the Jets in the mid-90s. Right. Starter jacket Pete. Starter jacket Pete. Starter jacket uh, Pete. Hair was a lot more dark back then than yeah. it was, you know. In one of your sportscasts this week, you, you did pull up old pictures yeah, of Pete. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. He looks similar. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't age. I'm uh-huh. not saying that. But, I mean, he's looked about the same since, like, the USC. Since, yeah. Well, since you, before USC, since the Jets, you know. so I, I agree with that. And yeah. I think that, you know, it's interesting because – it's funny because Pete even said it. He's like, you know, that was so long ago. It doesn't. He's like, what? But I brought it up, so right. it's part of conversation. Like, like you know, it, it's it's like that. It's like if you know, let's say you are dating someone for like forever <laughs> ago, right? And you happen to see them at a store. Let's say it's been five years in the future or afterwards. Do you want to look like a scrub? Do you want to? Do you want to just like be wearing like sweatpants or do you like or you know? Or you do tell you, me. I've been married for seven years with my wife for ten. Let me tell so you all something. If I ever run into anyone I used to date and at like a store or anything like that, if I'm not looking my best, I'm avoiding that person. But if I'm looking my best, however, 
we will have a face-to-face meeting for the first time in five years. <laughs> and that may be the same energy Geno Smith and maybe even Pete Carroll's bringing. Now, Pete, he, I mean, long, and, you know, that's what we're talking about, like, decades ago, you know. Yeah. But Geno, I predict, I mean, honestly, if I was Geno, I'd be like, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. How about now? <laughs> well, and that and that's what's really when you talk about Geno's story, Pro Bowl, twenty nine touchdowns, such as seven picks, eight picks, whatever it is. Solid year. No, excuse me, twenty seven touchdowns and nine picks. I'm actually messing up his stats with Michael Penix Juniors wow. because I, I was putting that in when they were playing in the Alamo Bowl. But I think that um, it, to genuinely appreciate how far Geno's come and, and his story this year, you have to look back at that time with the Jets, where as a rookie he was just thrown in. And not, you know, not really given a lot of support. Right. And then, you know, and then, of course, there was the altercation, the famous one that ended his tenure as a starting quarterback. The jaw. The I can and Pauly thing. Yeah. Right. I forgot about that. And like, you know, there was that ESPN story that went really in depth a couple years ago. Gino has said that it's not entirely factual on social media. Um, But the, the fact is there that he was in an altercation in the locker room that ended his chance at starting in his third season, which in theory would have been his strongest to date at that point. Yeah. And once he didn't start that season, he was never a full-time starter again until this year. And God, that was ages ago. That, that's just it. And that's what's that's what's so special about this story is that you had this crazy star. And Gino was even saying at the beginning of the season, when people were asking what's the biggest difference, he's like, well, I'm 31. Like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a man now. Like, exactly. He's a, he was 23. He was a kid before. And, and, and you see it with that calculation. You see it with what he's saying. You know, in front of the cameras all the time, he's just really smooth and calculated. And I think that he appreciates that. You know, he's like, "Well, I didn't know this was on the schedule when it came out." Like, ah. uh, you know what? Like, but yeah, he can. He knows when to say the right things. But if he wants to be on the field and, and be like all about payback, good for him. Good for him. Good for him. And there's nothing wrong with low payback. No, no. Revenge is a just dish like Najee at the grocery store, store with his axe. Right? I will no. always be just prepared. Just if I have clothes in the car, just like I will leave the store. Pay for groceries, of course. Leave the store, change, come back in, and how about now? <laughs> and a great pair of Jordans, right? A great pair of Jordans. Hey, you know, you you know, you were wearing a great pair of Jordans the other day on the set. Some ones for my wife. Great. Congratulations. As I wear my black or brown dress shoes today. Hey, you know, you gotta, you've got to be able to diversify. You have honestly. to mix it up. you got to mix it up, you know. If I'm going to VMAC mm-hmm. or if I'm going to somewhere where the players will see me, I'll probably I'll wear some Jordans or Yeah, something. no, you definitely got to. And you I've got, got some other 90s pairs I like that aren't Jordan. The yeah. more up-tempos with the big air on it. I The Pippins. Yeah, the Pippins. Those are so good. Although you can see the word air from space, which is great. Right. You know? Well, these ones are – I'll have to show you when we're done. Yeah. Um. It's they're all white and the air is in white too. Oh, but then, but the only thing tasteful. But then it's got a huge black swoosh across it, which I don't, I, I think the swoosh I think looks I sharp. I saw that on the website. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. I like that. But I'm like, is it blocking the air too much? Anyways, I haven't worn them yet. They're still in the box Ooh. because I've been wearing the. Um, well, it's been raining every day. <laughs> my brother and I call them. The, yeah, well, that's just it that's, too. Yeah, there's that. We call them the Jason Kid, the Space Soldier. They're the Air Max. They're like the three circles. Wow, they were on clearance. Interesting. So I got those. You know, I wish that I had a smaller shoe size. I can just casually just pick up. I mean, I don't have wear a size for 15 shoe or anything like right, that. Right. Or a size 11. But I wish I could just like casually just pick up shoes. Yeah. Just like casually not have to pay a ton of money for resale, you know? I get so excited. I, I was telling you before we started, there's a pair of Jordan 12s. They're the East Side Golf ones, the brown ones. Mm-hmm. That I wanted so bad, and I only missed the drop because I was changing my little son's diaper. Something you got to do. And when I finished the diaper, they were all gone in my size. Um, and I get so excited because it doesn't say sold out anytime I go on the app, but it's like just size like three in men's. I'm like, come on. You know, and also, speaking of buying shoes, you know, back in the day, we used to buy shoes off of a magazine. Right. Every year, several times a year, but especially those one 
year that a certain company named eastbay do you remember eastbay eastbay oh my oh god my that catalog, gosh, the catalog something. came out it came out it came got delivered to your home you know and then you just got to pick out you know i mean just basically just like before the before the internet kind of like really really of existed, course you know got to pick out you know the shoes that you want to put in put in an order mail it off it's, and about a month later you end up and that company's going you know going under at the end of i didn't year. know that yeah it's really sad you know and i've just seen you know on social media you'll see like printouts of just like the layouts, you know, yeah. the shoes and just like, like old, Le- like before LeBron was even in the league, you know, I mean, it's just, I'm the same age as LeBron. So it like, breaks my oh. heart when he's like getting towards the end here. Yeah. Well, he looks great still. He looks great. Yeah, I don't look that great. great. <laughs> 20 years, 20 years into the game. He still looks great though. But no, shout out to East Bay. A lot of memories, you know, that's yeah. coming to an end. I know? remember I was like 12 years old and I printed out or not printed out, but in the eBay catalog, you mm-hmm. could write in your order and you had this sense. So I went to the post office. Right. With my handwritten order for oh. a Syracuse basketball jersey. You know that writing was not good. No. No, it was awful. And I, and I had to get a money order. A money order. To like mail, because my mom was like, you can't mail cash. Yeah. <laughs> it was that, like $40, which that same jersey now probably like, if you were buying New Jersey, like, that's like 100 bucks. That that whole East Bay thing kind of taught me how the mail worked. Because <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, I didn't know. I thought you could literally, like you said, mail cash. You cannot mail cash. Yeah. <laughs> no. I just, oh. Gosh, and I would just get like a couple gym fits, you know. Yeah. Like gym class. You, you know, know what kinda... I'm gonna do as soon as we're done recording is go on eastbay.com. Is that still a thing? I'm not sure if it I'm not I've never been on the website. I've only had the paper. Can you check that but... out? Let's see. Eastbay.com. I'm gonna... <laughs> you were smart enough to hold your phone while we're doing this. Um, yeah, I'm just my phone is always just within arm's reach of me. Though. No, you're see. smart. My, you know what's funny? Mine's not even charging over there. Like what a waste. It's Ugh. out of my reach and I can't even charge it. Let's see if that's even a thing. Eastbay.com. Gear up. <gasps> Clearance sales? 70%. Right, well, we're oh, doing that How about that? How about that? Now, let's see if we can find some size 11s. How about right, that? Well, there you go. <laughs> that'd, be a great, that'd be a great thing to have going into the new year. But going into the new year, though, we have a lot of things to look forward to with Seattle sports, though. I Yeah. Yeah. I think that we did a story last week, and I want to do something different with you and I here. Sure. We did a story, ComoNews.com. We did a Twitter poll. Got like 800 votes, which is uh, really meant that like fans were kind of into it. Yeah. Um. It was which Seattle sports wish do you want under the Christmas tree for 2023? Mm. Now the the disclaimer with that was that we made it reasonable, right? Um, from no delusions here. <laughs> well, not you know, yes, for sure. Right. And I don't want to say like, oh, the Sonics definitely aren't going back in 23, or the Mariners aren't definitely win the World Series, or the Seahawks definitely can't win the Super Bowl. Right. It was to say like to make it interesting because who wouldn't pick the Sonics return? Right. Who wouldn't pick a Hawks Super Bowl? Right. Right. Um and. But as we were talking about that, it's like, well, wait a minute. Let's put the Sonics return against the Mariners World Series, yeah, against the Seahawks Championship, against anything else that could ever possibly happen in Seattle sports. And I don't have the results in front of me, but they were all pretty relative. They were great options. Yeah, the winner, you know? by the way, for that one was yeah. for the Mariners to go deeper in the playoffs. So that didn't say, like, win a World Series. It just meant deeper than what we saw in 2022. So ALCS or further, I suppose. That's possible. And and they got 38% of the vote, roughly. I'll tell you this much. I mean, I would much would have rather, and I'm saying this as a Yankees fan, I much would have rather watching the Mariners against the Astros in the CS last year. Right. And number two, by the way, with 28% of the vote was um, photographic memory. There you go. Was the Huskies going to the college football playoff. And tied for third with whatever percentage is left there. I'm terrible at math, but I remember it was a tie. Was the Seahawks making the playoffs right here and now Can, and getting a top three draft pick. Can happen. 
which could very well happen. Can happen. And then the Kraken going to the playoffs. And I pick. I think we both picked the Kraken. Yeah, going we to the both playoffs. picked the Kraken going to the playoffs. Because can you just imagine? I can. We can oftentimes hear Climate Pledge Arena from across the street. Yeah. You know, just from where we are. You know, because they're you know just so rocking. I can imagine Bowie's going to lose it. The mascot. Bowie headbutted me. He headbutted you. Yeah. It's a big head to butt. Like on live TV. Bowie's head is a big head to butt. Well, it's either yeah. one is pretty big. But <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting there reporting, and, and like he was there with me. Right. And he headbutted me, and he fell, and I'm like. Was he trolling you a little he bit? He was trolling me a little wow. bit. Wow. From Fremont. From Fremont. Shout out to Fremont. Love yeah. Fremont. Love I like Fremont, Fremont a lot, yeah. too. Anywhere, you know what's so funny? is like. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm telling, I'm no secret to anybody who lives here. It's like, there's something like therapeutic about being near the water. Yeah. And then like just driving 20 minutes the other way and being near the mountains. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, it's crazy. Yo, topography is crazy. <laughs> or just looking across the sound and seeing the Olympic mountains, the other mountains. I always forget how close that we are, like even just to, to the sound, you know, yeah. or just like from where we are here at Como, just like as I'm walking to work, if I just keep walking, I'm like, oh, that's sky. No, that's water. That's water. <laughs> it's both. Really. And as you know, our sports balcony here, which is like five feet from where we're sitting right now. Right. You look to the left, you get a little bit of a window view between a couple buildings of yeah. Elliott Bay. Yeah. And then a little bit of a view just to the right of Paxi of the Olympics, mm. which is really cool. The brothers are over there. It's a completely scenic view, honestly. And I'm excited to see the mountain at some point, hopefully. <laughs> some point, just been, that's uh, distracting. I drive across 90 to get here. Yeah. And that is like distracted driving because if it's like sunny, oh, yeah. I want to like veer back to the left. You just want to look and, and look, but I also want to like make sure I live on yeah. the road. <laughs> what is the best view on the road? Like we talk about distracted I driving. Think, there's all of it though. And if you're talking Greater Seattle, there's sure. got to be a few things. I mean, like there's obviously the area right near here, Queen Anne Hill, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I personally like being on 520 going east. So if like you were leaving UW mm-hmm. and you can see Mount Baker, if it's a clear sunny day, obviously you're over Lake Washington, right? But you can see Mount Baker on the left. You can just see the Cascades right in front of you, and then of course you know Mount Rainier, off in the distance to the right. But you have to be heading east, so it's all in front of you, so you don't have to like almost kill yourself looking backwards. I remember when I first got here, I was just so entrenched with everything. You know, I moved here from Florida, and there's mm-hmm. no mountains anywhere close to sure. Florida. You know, so I I think and it's a. I guess if you're on I-5 heading from north, heading, well, oh, head, yeah. heading south from, like, UW, you know, and you, like, you'll see all the mountains around you, and then at some point you'll get to a level where you see the needle, and on a sunny day you see the, like, Lake Union's, like, shimmering. Oh, yeah. So the whole thing is just glowing, and that's the view that I always tell people. One, don't photograph and drive. <laughs> Very true. Um, but two, I'm like, you know, I mean, that's that's going to be it. That's, that's, the, that's the view that I want people to, like, hey, welcome to Seattle, you know? Definitely. No question about it. And hopefully, hopefully, if I can even say what I want to see, welcome to Seattle next year, you know. Well, that's, that's, let's get to that question. All right, Najee, on the spot. Yeah. You got to pick one. Okay. No pressure. Seahawks win the Super Bowl. Okay. Mariners win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Sonics return. <sighs> Honestly, I'm going to give you – the, the answer is going to be the Mariners winning the World Series. Okay. Um, and I've changed that answer from the, what we talked about before. Like a few minutes ago, yeah. Like literally four minutes ago because, you know, if the Sonics return, one, that's going to be the story of the year across the NBA, across the city. But if the Sonics, if the, if the Mariners win the World Series and they're building for that, they had a great showing in the playoffs after two decades of not making it, you know. And, I mean, 
I just can't imagine. <laughs> like, oh I, my god, I, I can, but I can't. You know, I mean, this is a spunky team, too. and the Seahawks are still kind of like. It was, you know, almost 10 years ago now. Yeah. But they're still very much like it's re- it's not- enjoying the residual effects of that. Right. And imagine if the Mariners got that first one. Right. And how long that would resonate for years to come. I, it would resonate forever. I mean, especially since it's been so long. You know, it's been, I mean, it's just, it's just been, it's been, and I'm saying this as a baseball fan first. My, I mean, we talk about sport, we talk about football on this podcast a lot, but baseball is my number one, though. Yeah. And I really feel like Seattle would, it would just be kind of like the rest of the league would just have to like look at what they're doing. And just take it and, and just like think about it twice, you know. Yeah. Like, like in this offseason, the Mets have spent a ton of money trying to get win the World Series. And the Yankees—that's all—that's what the Yankees have tried to do. The Astros not spending a ton of money, but they've been a big thorn in our sides the past couple of years, right. especially this past year. Um, but I just think that would just turn the league on its head. Now, now the the Sonics coming back would definitely turn the whole country on its head because no one wants to see the Sonics leave in the NBA or in Seattle at all. You know, when they left, when they, you know, but. I, I, I just think we're talking baby steps here. <laughs> yeah, sure. But I, I mean, it'd be all of the above. <laughs> right. The, well, like, sure. Yeah. That, and that's what makes that such a hard question. Yeah. But I do want to go with the Mariners, though. Yeah. I, and, I, and, and I am torn between the Mariners and the Sonics return. And that's not any knock on, the Hawks, on how much no. I would love to see the Hawks go back and win the Super Bowl. Right. I love it's that. It's just that we've seen it. Like, it happened relatively recently. Sure. Yeah. And, and it wouldn't be. And Gino, I'm sure Gino and Pete would love that. You know, and everyone else. And I would Gino. love no. that story if Gino were to, like, rise from the ashes, There's, as he said. This is a no-lose conversation. We're Very much right no-lose here. conversation. Yeah, no-lose conversation. Um, I have just really enjoyed seeing the Mariners since you know just really turn just turn that corner yeah since the end of 21 right. there was that win streak late in 2021 mm-hmm. and they just missed but then you even knew just coming into this year and then julio being the story is happy birthday by the way 22 years old happy birthday um feeling 22 you know, and, and and but then the sonics returning like we've seen what the kraken's arrival has really done i mean they it just it's just turned out this whole new fan base of right. sports fans and and selfishly Najee, if the sonics were to return me and you could just Walk over after the six o'clock news and take in the NBA. It'd be so great, honestly. And we and you know the NBA did have play uh, preseason games here, you know, in the rain season. And Classic. that was a really good and setup. That was great. That was a great setup. It was a packed and, house. Yeah, and even in the J crossover game, that wasn't at the at Climbing Pledge Arena, but I mean, and you know, and even storm games at Climbing Pledge Arena are the real minute, yeah. honestly, you know. And we saw how many people came out to for the J crossover. Um, yeah. tournament um, when LeBron showed up. LeBron was like, this is too much. I remember the video of him walking in. You know, <laughs> Well, and, and that city, shows our city's passion. And this city is starved for basketball, honestly. And I mean, I'm just excited. I'm look, you know, you can't really see right now, but there's a couple of Sonic shirts hanging around the sports office. And I just, I'm just like imagining there's a new one here that I didn't, I just kind of witnessed here, the uh, Gary Payton. That's one. actually, the, you know, I was in here first. Is it new old? Renovations, but right. yeah, the, uh, shout out Simply Seattle, some really cool mashup ones. That's what this Sean Kemp one is that are right. Listeners can't see, but it's basically the design of the 80s and 90s. But instead of the green and yellow, it's like that 96 finals era, like forest green, red, and orange. Whatever I want to see it. these jerseys copied and pasted from that year. The, the new ones, whenever they come yeah. back. You know, yeah. Like the only one I didn't really like of the Sonics uniforms were the ones they ended up having when they ended up leaving. Those like 2000s, like the Ray Allen Oh, the era. Rashard Lewis joints? Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't big on those. Yeah. No, they're okay. Know. They're like, you know, like I'm that, okay with the yellow jersey though. Yeah, they did have oh, the yellow, yellow was one. cool. Yeah, I like that. Cool, yeah. Like it wasn't like I was like, oh god, those are terrible. Like no, right. but 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 putting them side by side with the other Sonics looks, they like, don't they don't measure up. Yeah. yeah, and I just think that would be such a transformative thing. I I, I actually uh, did sit down with Todd by Wiki, Kraken mm-hmm. CEO. I really respect the hell out of Todd. I just think that he's just first of all, you look at his resume. First, well, I think before I even get to that, 
he's the kind of guy that a you talk to him you feel better about yourself sure and you do, you just try to soak in everything he has to say because he's this highly successful individual and yet he still like makes you feel like a million bucks I remember I was I, – I, first of all, I love the concession food at Climate Pledge Arena. And actually, right. even when I'm there covering a game and there's a media food, I will go to the concession. Just grab, just grab a little snack. And I remember I was, like, checking out because they, they have the self-checkout there. Right. So this arm, like, reaches over me and, like, swipes the card. I'm like, what the heck? And it was Todd. Just like – like, that's the kind of guy he is. Like, he, right. just, he sees me from a distance, runs over, pays for my dinner. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, it's already paid for, you know. Um, Shout out to Todd. Yeah. So it's – um. Interesting, from, but I want to – yes, he's, a, he's an outstanding guy. He's one of the best people you'll ever meet. But you also look at his resume. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a guy that brought the identity of the 12s to the Seahawks. It was part of the – it was like running the show when they hired Pete Carroll. Right. I mean, you if you ever watch that Trojan War 30 for 30, when they get to the end of all the USC era stuff and you see Pete getting introduced in Seattle, it's Todd Lywicki holding the jersey with him. Oh, how about that? Todd is the guy – that turned that franchise around from the front office. Todd is the guy that got the Sounders choose. rolling on their current trajectory because he, he did stuff with the Sounders. Right. Todd is the guy who got the Tampa Bay Lightning rolling to win those Stanley Cups. Hashtag Todd is the guy. Todd is the guy. Todd is the guy. And now he is, he's been on, uh, on the ground level with the Kraken. And lo and behold, here they are in U2. Playoff hunt. You know what I'm saying? At the beginning of a tough schedule, though. And so we had a conversation about the, about all that stuff that I just said about, like, you know, the the keys to all those, how he's enjoyed success, how year two's gone with the crack and that sort of thing. You know, but he, but he said it was something that was really interesting. Going back to this, this there's a reason I brought this up, other than I just obviously admire the guy, mm. is the guy. <laughs> Todd's the guy. Todd's the guy. Um, you know, they've done so much to bring the Sonics here. Mm-hmm. And he makes it clear, like, it's the NBA's timeline. We're not going to push that. He's like, but the reason they left was the arena. Now we have a world-class facility. How about now? We And, you know, you brought up a couple of those events. He's like, the storm has shown how much this town loves basketball. And you mentioned the LeBron event certainly does as well. He's like, look at that NBA preseason game. And yeah. he actually kind of told us, like, months ahead of time. He's like, hey, watch for that to come. And then they announced it. He's like, nice. He, um, But then, you know, he... uh also mentioned seeing the crowd for that and i just think that todd and his crew um i was gonna say crew or group i didn't know what i wanted to say so i said grew like Grew Grubauer. there you go <laughs> um you know really deserves a todd lot of credit the because the average seattle sports fan that's gonna enjoy a kraken game that's gonna enjoy a sounders game it's gonna enjoy a storm game that's gonna enjoy a hawks game lots to enjoy and and he's had a huge hand in all of that and and I just think that there's I mean he he's such a humble guy he'd probably hate that I'm saying this right now but he's the guy he's the guy <laughs> he's the guy and so but it was just a really interesting conversation we're gonna bring that story soon on Como News and ComoNews dot com but like it just really stood out to me the fact that um, a he's had this hand in all this but even as the Kraken seems to find its footing now and uh, looks really good is a lot of fun to watch there's that whole other thing. Where, yeah, we're also showing the NBA, like, this market's ready, this arena's ready. I mean, we did, I did something with Todd last year. He showed us inside the NBA locker room that's already built over there. We're, we're ready. Yeah. I no. mean, it's and, it, and if that was – it's just it, it's storage at the moment because there's no NBA team here. Right. And then the Storm are, and their visiting teams already have their own locker rooms. But if that space were to be converted into NBA locker rooms, and when it is, because it feels more of a matter than when and if, that will be the largest – 
locker room space for any team in the NBA. Oh wow! What? So, but they did it right. Right. I mean, and I mean, they've definitely got an arena. I mean, this arena will be rocking whenever. What? What is? is do we have some sort of? I know this is yeah. on the NBA schedule, right. but like, what are we looking at here? And 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 the NBA said very recently that. They have a set order of things that starts with the new TV deal, right. collective bargaining, then getting to the new teams. Mm. What I'd like clarified, and it's hard to clarify because you don't exactly just walk down the street and see Adam Silver every day. Um, why not? You never but, know. I mean, But honestly. my question to that is, like, if you look at, like, okay, so they're talking about they want to get their TV done before expansion. Mm. If you look at, like, college athletics expansion, which, again, I know it's a different animal, but – all these conferences have added teams before you get the new TV deal. Sure. Because then you want to sell to ESPN or whomever, hey, instead of 12 teams, we have 14. And now if you're like, I'm using the Big Ten as a scenario. And now we're seeing in California. Yeah, now we've got USC and UCLA. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that eventually um, when the next deal comes up, they're going to go after the Huskies in Oregon. This is just my speculation. So then they can say, hey, look at we're in market two top 20 markets. I know Portland's like 21, but I assume it'll continue to grow. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And so back to the NBA standpoint, that really kind of caught me by surprise a little bit because I'm like, wouldn't you want to say to ESPN, hey, you're not just buying the inventory of 30 teams. You're buying the inventory of 32 teams, including the Seattle and let's say Vegas market. Yeah, and it'll likely be Vegas. I think Vegas. I is mean, it would be stunned. It'd be, it'd be yeah. stunned if it wasn't Vegas. I mean, that's a growing market now. I, I've got this weird, like, I don't know, delusion that I'm like the, the year, like in the '90s, where you had the whole entire Pacific Northwest, Vancouver, yeah. Seattle, and Portland. I love that. First of all, shout yeah. out to Van, the classic Vancouver Grizzlies, now Memphis Grizzlies, now. But I think it'd be so fun. I think it'd be so fun. I want to be there opening night. Whenever that ends up happening, I don't want to rush anything. But I mean, these things do take a few years. They do take time. If you, know? you look at from when the Kraken was first announced to when they got in the ice, it was about three years. That's about as long as I've been here, actually. Maybe a little bit longer, right? Right. Three, yeah. So, um, and it's so funny just to look and see like all that hard work over years. Now it's come to fruition, right? And they really nailed it. They that really same did. that same group that's going to try and bring the Sonics here. Hopefully, um, we have a more um, casual mascot than Bowie. Oh, you got to bring the the uh, Sasquatch back. Oh, 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 Sasquatch oh. will be back. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Squatch. Okay. Not saying I don't like Bowie. I'm just saying we can't have too much chaos. And I would like roof, to see like know? a tag team wrestling match with Squatch and Bowie versus maybe Blitz and the Mariner Moose. Yeah, that's a good Ooh, matchup. That's interesting. I'd love to see that. <laughs> that should be my next Twitter poll. There you go. Shout out to the Mariner <laughs> Moose, though. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a hugger, and I especially like to hug a mascot because it's just like big and cuddly. Right. Um, mascot. I'd say that Mariner bit. Moose has gotten a few hugs from me. Honestly, mascots kind of scare me a little bit. Okay. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm not alone in this. You yeah. Know, but I'm the, if I'm gonna hug one, it'll probably be the Mariner Moose. Yeah. It's and a moose. I guess if Bowie wants a hug, I will hug it. Well, also. and full disclosure. I've definitely hugged Davy Jones the dog and, yeah. and Dubs the Husky a ton. Dubs the Husky is my favorite mascot. He is, <laughs> like we're buddies. Yeah. And like I even know like his trainer, um, Annalisa Nielsen, is like so incredibly talented with mm-hmm. him. Like he'll show up a treat out and be like and he's like ready to eat it. She's like, Do you want a treat? And he leans in, she's like, from a duck, and he backs away. He's like, No duck, no duck. And then she's he'll lean again, she's like, Do you want a treat from a cougar? No back away. Absolutely not. And, revenge, and she'll list off like from a stand from Stanford or like whatever it is. Right. Or like the Spartans because they're playing Michigan State or Wolverines because right. they're playing Michigan. I forget which one it was. And then eventually she'll be like, Do you want a treat from a husky? And he's like, Ah and he gets all excited. Oh gosh. So it's so cool. I'm I'm excited to, you know, for in the beginning of next year. Well, not the beginning of next year, but you know, next year we'll see some 
from top to bottom. I mean, we'll have another year. Of, we're talking about the Huskies. Another yeah. year of um, Kalen DeBoer over at, as the head guy at UW. Oh man, and and we'll see how well the Huskies do in the Alamo Bowl. But I mean, like it's 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 there. You have Penix coming back. Yeah. You have all those receivers coming back. I legitimately think the Huskies contend for the college football playoff. I would say they make it. I just don't know enough about the rest of the country. In an extended playoff. And I think even in a four-team playoff, I mean, you know, I I think. I just. I think. I love that team. And I. I You can watch a lot of college football and you can like a lot of quarterbacks. Right. There is nothing prettier than a pass from Michael Penix Jr. A a left-handed quarterback, by the way, which is a little bit interesting. You know, you can just like see. we, We love the long ball. Yeah, home runs, long passes. Yeah, and that's what you get, honestly. And that offense is humming. Yeah, it is definitely humming, definitely humming. All right, well, Najee. Nico. So as we wrap up, we've got you saying Mariners World Series is your wish. As a Yankees fan, yes, that's going to be my wish. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it'd be great. I think. It'd be how about great. how about Seahawks Jets? What do you got? Okay, I'm under the gun here a bit. It's okay because you know I'm I'm not sure if I'm. I think I predicted the Hawks to, you know, lose last week, but, mm-hmm. you know, the the Chiefs, you know, which is okay. But, I mean, I do think if there's any game to win, it's this one. I think it's the next two, really. Yeah. Um, I think they get them. I think I think they will. Um, I I don't think they'll be particularly high scoring games. A New Year's a New Year's Day game is always kind of scary to me, though. When I think right. about it, though, um, which is odd on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Hawks twenty seven. Jets, fourteen. I was going to say twenty-eight, twenty. Yeah, and I, I think it's yeah. Yeah, I think we both go Hawks wins, and uh, it all comes down to the Commanders. It all comes down to the Commanders, and honestly, and I, I also I wanted I, there was a lot of Commanders just like dislike early in this podcast. I love the colors, and I do. Kind I of like, like their new uniforms. And I everything. love the uniforms. And I like the colors, and I like the the name kind of. But, um, sorry guys, <laughs> sorry other Washington. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to say 28-20. Yeah, okay. Hawks go to the playoffs. Let's go. Hawks go to the playoffs. Yeah. Lots of things have to happen. That's okay. They're going to do it. They're going to do it, baby. And if I'm wrong, come at me. It's okay. I get it. We're not going to say let's ride. We're like not there's some do guy that. with three followers got mad at me about complaining about the refs in the Alamo Bowl. I'm like, easy. Easy. He's like, what did he call me? He said um, something because you know, Twitter verified, which is a whole weird thing now. Right. But he said something like, learn the rule book, Twitter verified loser. I felt like replying to him, I'm like, learn how to get more than three followers. And not, the like, few, the proud, you know? <laughs> like, it was one of those usernames. It was like first name, like 976-528-34105. Oh, you just made this account. This is someone's burner account. That's probably what that was. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, if I don't care, why did I just bring it up? I, I well, should, no, you got to be better than that, though. Just no, ignore that stuff. Well, you know, you can well, honestly ignore it or don't. We'll see how, I mean. Well, hopefully they're listening to the podcast. Shout out to first name, 10 numbers. Shout out to 10 numbers. <laughs> Love you, Najee. Thank you so much for your time, man. Hey, man. It's, it's, it's fun every single week when we do this. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Take care.